0: Hello everybody and welcome back to A Guy and a Girl Talk Sports. This is episode two. If you didn't listen to episode one, you can always go back and take a listen, but basically we are here to talk all things sports. We are, hence the title, A Guy and a Girl, here to chat sports with you guys because we have a lot to say when it comes to the sports world and we just love to share our opinions, but most of all, we love to get your feedback. So make sure that you are liking, subscribing to this on any of the outlets you've found us on so far and make sure you're following along with our Facebook page, A Guy and a Girl Talk Sports, where we post all the polls and all the topics of conversation that we cover in our episodes for you guys to give us feedback and continue the conversation. So follow along on there, and we will be sure to catch up with you there as well. But welcome to episode two. We have a lot to cover today. Yeah, a lot of crazy attacks, events. A lot of predictions to make. And then two pretty interesting topics that have been in the sports world news a lot lately that we're excited to chat about. Alright, so let's just hop into the recap from the last few days. So, some of the biggest things that happened were definitely, one, Monday Night Football, which we made predictions on, and we were both right.
1: Yeah, finally, we made the right prediction on (laughs) uh, (laughs) it together. Normally, we pick the opposite of the two games, but we picked the same team for this one, and uh, we were both right, yeah. Russell Wilson kind of did his thing. Made a pretty yeah. good statement of why he should be an MVP candidate, yeah, front they runner.
0: Handedly won that game, so it kind of brings into conversation one of the topics we're going to be covering today, which is who we think the front runner is for the MVP race. But that was a big recap. He definitely kept his name in the hat after Lamar had a really good weekend too.
1: But also, can we talk about Kirk Cousins, 0-8 on Monday Night Football?
0: I know. I feel kind of bad for him, which I know is stupid, but I do feel But I feel think bad. you're
1: right. I, I mean, mean, he's a good quarterback.
0: And he's done a lot for that team this year. And it, as much as they've started to kind of turn the tables on what they're saying about him and that they do give him some credit, I think they still find those stats that look so embarrassing. And those are the only stats they bring to light whenever he's on some of these bigger games.
1: I mean, that Adam Thielen injury... Yeah, that's right. Kind hard. of important. His number yeah. one receiver, no offense, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen was his go-to guy, Yeah, and he's out, so
0: I know. productivity's
1: and they, definitely going to go down.
0: Exactly, and whenever he beat the Cowboys, nobody was really talking about that super heavily. They went in with some embarrassing stats about how he never wins <laughs> any of the big games, and then he won the big game, and then when it came to Monday Night Football, of course they had a new stat saying... Oh, he's 0-8 in Monday Night Football, so they had to narrow it down since he had just won a big game against the Cowboys.
1: Is he like Baker? Does the media just always like negatively portray stats about him?
0: I guess. They like to find him, but I feel like he's doing pretty well just because he hasn't won Monday Night Football. I don't think it's really a big telltale to him.
1: Well, I mean, we'll see how the season ends, because that's really kind of the telltale to him.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if they make the playoffs.
1: All right, but there was another big highlight that went down. Which one? I don't know. You want to go to the next one? You have a couple written... I mean, we have two. I mean, shout out. Should we just go to I want to talk about Messi real quick.
0: Okay. Let's hit
1: it. I mean, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Can you say the years? I know have him down.
0: I do. So he won it in 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012. So four years in a row. And then he also won it in 2015 and 2019.
1: Which is, how, I mean, unheard of. Goat? Yeah. Hands down. Period.
0: I mean, I think that would give you some signs. <laughs> he's at least one of them.
1: One of the greatest athletes pound for pound?
0: I mean, he's pretty small. He's pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, he's really good.
1: I mean, that's just incredible to win six Balloon D'Ors, maybe mm-hmm. mispronounced, but anyways, yeah. either way, to be just known and recognized as the greatest soccer athlete every single year for six years out of how many years in his career?
0: Yeah, so I would say him winning it six times is at least... I mean, at least pretty close to half of his career, at least half the years he's played. Pretty close. I don't know the exact number, but it's probably right around half of the years he's played he's won it.
1: Yeah, 100%. And also, just to kind of rewind, if you don't know what the Balloon d'Or is for soccer, that is the French award for the greatest soccer player during that year. Yeah. So, that's pretty incredible considering kind of everybody that he has to compete against. I mean, that's a huge pool of talent. So, to win it six years, four in a row... (laughs) I mean, man, I mean, he's the GOAT. But he's still, I hope he gets Argentina over the hump. I know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Okay, and then the last recap slash, like, highlight we want to cover is another game that we made a prediction on. And when we made the call on the game, it was going to be, like, a number one versus a number four. But then the Duke-Michigan State game ended up being, what, like a 10 versus... It was
1: ten eleven. 10-11. Yeah, yep. 11.
0: So, it kind of got us switched up a little bit, but it was still a really good game for a little bit. And then Duke kind of ran away with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that summed it up. I mean, it was a good game to watch. I enjoyed watching both teams. We just got to a... I just have to say, I didn't realize Cassius Winston's since Brother passed away recently, so condolences to him and his family but I didn't realize that that whole thing happened and Michigan State kind of went on a losing streak which I mean naturally yeah so I can only imagine what went through him and everything about that so with that being said they didn't look quite as sharp as I thought they would which naturally is why um but yeah Duke looked really good they came back bounced back after that kind of just shocking home loss
0: yeah Uh, Yeah. I mean, we just watched quite a few of the Big Ten ACC matchups, and a lot of them were good, but it actually seemed to turn out that, one, the Big Ten actually looked really good
1: really good really competitive
0: yeah and two i just think that some of the games weren't as close as i thought they would be i mean purdue blew out virginia <laughs> which is crazy because virginia won it last year so they're haven't scored
1: 50 haven't scored 50 points in two games now
0: i think they said almost four games
1: i mean that's oof you gotta figure you gotta figure something out The yeah. defense is only going to carry you so far. you got to score more points.
0: Right. So, there's been some big games in the college basketball world, and there will be more that we will make a few predictions on coming into the weekend. So, we're excited about college basketball. We're big fans. Yeah.
1: Thanks for not saying anything about Cuse and uh, how they gonna did. I'm not going
0: anything about Cuse because <laughs> <laughs> that was not pretty. But, that being said, those are some of the recaps we saw from the last few days since our last episode. Um, once again, if you want to check into the predictions we made, you can always listen to the last um, the last few minutes of the previous episodes and that'll give you our predictions for the next few days. Um, also once again, they're on our Facebook page, so make sure you're checking that out. All right, heading into the next section are two topics we want to talk about.
1: All right, so the first topic is an exciting one to talk about. It's kind of a close one to my heart because I played college sports and I've just always been around college sports and just been really, really passionate about college sports. So the first topic is... Getting paid in college sports, should that happen? Should it be allowed? Is California a trendsetter? Is California going to break the system? I mean, what do you think, Steph? Let me know.
0: Yeah, so I think this is definitely a hot topic, and it has been for as long as I can remember. I mean, if you think about all of the college athletes that have come through different colleges and the amount of money that individuals have brought into organizations, it's kind of insane to think about. I mean, just think about basketball alone since we've just been talking about that sport because, I mean, football too, obviously. But I think basketball is a massive one. I think it might have probably brought more attention than some of the football players that have come through schools because, I mean, think of Zion Williamson. People are going to be buying the jersey with his number on it, but it can't have his name on it. But people are buying it because they know it's his number. he can't
1: get paid for any of the people buying his jersey
0: exactly even though he knows people are buying it because it's his so i just think things like that are kind of crazy because people are using your value and your skills and your talents to get paid but you don't get to benefit from it so i think there's definitely areas in which college athletes should absolutely be making money but i think there's also a fine line do i think that college athletes need to be having million-dollar brand deals? No, absolutely not. I don't think that they should be doing that. But I think if they are – I think they can be compensated for making – bringing attention to their school.
1: No, yeah, I agree. So for I think the most prevalent example or the one that just kind of pops in my head first is Nick Saban with his commercials. So he can be – aggressive,
0: <laughs> Isn't that – or is it Aflac? I don't know. It's Aflac, isn't it? Okay. Affleck. Yeah.
1: Anyways, I just – I don't quite understand or follow. And I guess Nick Saban's been a hot topic in our podcast so far. Sorry. Um, but I just don't really understand why he can be in a commercial, get paid for a couple mil. I don't know if he's getting paid a couple mil, a couple hundred sure. thousand, whatever it is. But for example, Tua couldn't be in a commercial or couldn't be, I don't know, getting compensated for his jersey sales or whatever the case may be. So that I think there needs to be a fine line between what a coach can get and what a player can get. Maybe a little, you know, I think there's a lot of gray and a lot of question marks. Well, not really question marks. I think it's just kind of coaches can do it and players can't right now.
0: Yeah, and once again, I think I disagree with you in thinking that college athletes can do commercials. I still don't think that they should be doing that kind of stuff. I think that they should be spending their time going to school, which is what they're there to do, and playing their sport, which is also what they're there to do. And so they can make money off of things like, if it's ticket sales or jersey sales or things they're doing through the school, but I don't think they should be doing massive brand deals or big commercials because I don't think that that makes sense for college athletes to do. But if somebody is doing something like selling jerseys with your number, you should be a part of those sales. But I don't know. That's just me. I just think that doing major brand deals is kind of where it crosses the line for me. Oh,
1: well, no. I just meant, like, there has to be a fine line. Like, a coach can't go and just – go sign up with Aflac and go make a couple hundred thousand dollars for doing a commercial when a player can't do anything.
0: Yeah, I agree. That,
1: that's all. I didn't I didn't think a player should go and go sign a crazy brand deal with Nike or like go do a crazy commercial or anything like that. I just meant that I think that there needs to at least be some sort of compensation for a player when a coach can kind of go off and do his own thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But no,
1: totally. There needs to be... I don't think a player needs to be compensated for commercials, But I think that a player needs to be compensated based on, like, jersey sales or whether they're bringing in fans or not to, you know, watch them and cheer them on and buy popcorn and beer and all the above. Because at the end of the day, the school makes all the money. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: there's a lot of money made. We know that. Yeah,
0: lots of money. Also... Um, I think what the rule is in California is going to be that I think we can figure this out for sure and check back in the next episode, but I'm pretty sure that they're saying that college athletes can do brand deals. It just can't be with brands that aren't already working with the school. So let's say they're sponsored by Nike. They couldn't go do an Under Armour brand deal. So I think they are saying that brand deals can't be included, which...
1: But I like that. I think that makes sense because if the school works with Nike or Adidas or... Under Armour or New Balance or whoever the case, whoever it is, Mm -hmm. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, so, all right, since you kind of said no brand deals, does that kind of retract your statement knowing that since Um, the school works with that brand, it kind of makes sense that they would be affiliated with that brand in the school?
0: Yeah, I think it makes sense to work with the brands that are already working with your school, but that limits you to like one I mean, you're really only sponsored by one sporting goods company for the most part and maybe have, like, some local businesses that sponsor your programs or something like that. But I think – I still don't think, like, massive commercials or, like – there has to be a cap, I think, on, like, what you're doing. Because I think, once again, their purpose of being a college athlete is not to be there to be making millions of dollars, but I still think they should be making some. So I know I don't have, like, the perfect answer for it, but I think there has to be – maybe a limit or a cap on what can happen but I do agree that if you're already working with the brand because you're sponsored by it via the team then that's one thing but just going to do a whole bunch of big brand deals I think is another
1: so I guess this also kind of leads into another discussion which is what athletes should get compensated what because I mean for example Tua probably is going to have more jersey sales than (laughs) no offense to the Alabama kicker right now just probably that guy Yeah. So how would you break up the sales? I mean, does Tua get the percentage of sales that only his jersey has? Or, I mean, even based on their scholarship? I mean, that could be another thing. I mean, but I guess it's pretty much full ride or preferred walk-on or walk-on. I don't know,
0: because I also know that brings in the discussion of other sports, too, because we're just mostly talking about basketball and football, but, I mean... You and I have talked about plenty of times that there's other small sports that don't bring in nearly as much money. And how do you compensate those athletes versus obviously the biggest names on campus? So I think it just gets into a lot of questions and a lot of, like you said, there's a lot of gray right now. And I think there has to be a ton of black and white before you just get a bunch of kids like expelled or like. Or maybe there's like a top off, you know,
1: like a cutoff point where you can only get this amount of money. Yeah kind of paid to you based on sponsorships Sponsorships, yeah. so you can do more if you want you just don't you obviously aren't going to get that much more money you're just going to have to like kind of cap off.
0: Yeah I agree so I think we're both on the same page that there needs to be some sort of payment for athletes but we're just obviously we're not here to have the perfect answer but <laughs> we are just thinking it's a super interesting way that the world is going in sports because obviously California has kicked it off that they're planning on starting that in the next few years. Um and I know there's a few more states that are trying to follow suit so it'll be interesting yeah. to see where that kind of all plays out.
1: Yeah, I think there's two more states currently about to put it into transition or put it into place and I think there's four or five more that are kind of
0: in the works. In the works. Yeah. So yeah,
1: it'll be interesting to see if I guess California works or not. I mean, clearly mm-hmm. it's working if two others are going to, you know, start doing it.
0: I agree. So that is our take on if college athletes should be paid. Please let us know what you think because this is a super interesting one. So make sure you hop over to our Facebook page, give us some feedback. We'll have a post up there to start the conversation.
1: And I'm sure we'll circle back to this topic once or twice. Probably.
0: Okay, time for topic number two, which is (laughs) drumroll. That's terrible drumroll. Okay, the next topic is who do we think will be the MVP in the NFL?
1: Bum, 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 bum.
0: Uh, I think we can go ahead and narrow it down to two. All
1: right, so hands down, I mean, if you don't say these two, then you're kind of messing up. Lamar and Russ. Yeah. Easily. Lamar
0: Jackson, Russell Wilson. Yep,
1: there we go. Lamar is the quarterback for the Ravens, for those of you that don't know. And then Russell Wilson is the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. Both kind of killing it right now. Both kind of doing their thing.
0: So I'm going to give you some stats for Lamar Jackson and for Russell Wilson and kind of see... I was kind of surprised. I know that Russell Wilson has really good stats, and I know, or I thought, that Lamar Jackson had some of the highest stats. And he does, but not in all categories. So let me tell you what his are. All right, let's see. So 2019 season stats for Lamar Jackson, he has 2,532 yards passing. That's 18th in the NFL. Obviously, he's not just known for his passing. It's not a shocker. If you combined rushing, I'm sure... That would be absurd. Okay, he's thrown 25 touchdowns, which is second in the league, so that's pretty good. He's only thrown five interceptions, which is also really good. That's, that's really tied solid. That's ninth, which is kind of surprising. I feel like that's really low, but it's tied ninth. And then his QBR is 81.6, which is first in the league. So, overall, he's doing really well. Obviously, this doesn't include his rushing yards either, which is kind of what adds to his entire package.
1: Yeah, if you had his rushing yards, his rushing touchdowns, I yeah. I would assume he's probably number one in total yards produced, probably. and I would assume probably number one in total touchdowns produced.
0: Yes, so really the only things I was surprised about is his passing yards, being 18th in the league, and then his interceptions, which I feel like five is pretty good, but tied ninth, so not as high of stats as Russell Wilson.
1: But I'm also not shocked by those passing yards, because I mean, they do run... I mean, it's,
0: he's a, they
1: have the number one balanced offense, maybe potentially ever, yeah. if they continue on the pace they're heading, so to have, you know, I mean, that's really not that small of a number, but it's no. also, I guess, not that large of a number compared to the most, but
0: yeah,
1: it's not shocking.
0: I agree. Okay, so Russell Wilson... Yeah,
1: these are going to be crazy, I bet.
0: Once again, still kind of surprising. Okay. Has right. 3,177 yards, which is seventh in the NFL, so... Better than Lamar in the passing yards. He's thrown 26 touchdowns, which is first. So he's the only one higher than Lamar because Lamar right. was second. And he's only thrown four interceptions, which is tied for fourth. So better than Lamar there. But his QBR is a 72.1, which is fourth in the NFL.
1: So Also,
0: this... his rushing yards aren't included because he <laughs> has them too.
1: Yeah, sure. And his touchdowns because yeah. he also has those. But I think the stat that isn't brought up, is his accuracy in the red zone.
0: Yeah, that's true. I
1: think that's slept on. I mean, it's unheard of. He doesn't throw picks. He doesn't turn the ball over. He gets touchdowns not field goals. I mean, yeah. he is efficient in the red zone, which is, yeah. I mean, that's what wins you games.
0: Absolutely. If you're not just kicking a field goal every time you get down there and you're actually scoring touchdowns, I mean, that's obviously what's going to make or break you, especially when it comes to playoffs, especially when it comes to the bigger oh, games. Yeah. But, I mean, they're actually both pretty good in that front. So, it's kind of hard. I feel like they're both evenly matched. I think, I think that Lamar has an edge just because of, A, nobody expected him to come in this season doing these crazy things and performing at this high of a level, I don't think, just because of his playoff game last year. I think he obviously went back and did a lot of work, and now I think he's just blowing everybody's expectations out of the water. So, he has an edge on that. And then, two... His, like, showmanship slash, like, crazy plays are definitely higher than Russell Wilson's, too. So I think that gives him an edge because he's had, like, highlight reel plays that keep ending up on sports. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: he, he's a highlight play walking around. Yeah. So I think the one thing that sits with me or whenever I, like, evaluate MVP is if I was to take one of the players out of the equation for each team... How would the other team fare? Yeah, that's good. And I just... Oh, man, if you take out either, both teams kind of, in my opinion, aren't great. But I think if you take Russell Wilson out of the Seahawks, they fold. But it's also because of what they've built around him. Yeah, that's true. So they've had more time to build around him. And don't get me wrong, the Ravens have clearly stated they're building around Lamar. So I think in a few years, they're going to be in the exact same position as Russell Wilson. Yeah. But I think... I don't know. I just want to... I would love to see Russell Wilson get an MVP. He deserves it. He's been slept on. But also, I mean, Lamar is the best player right now in the NFL.
0: Yeah. Hands down. I agree with that. I think he's playing so well, and I think that he just continues to become more and more confident. And I also think that it's not getting to him, too, which I really like. Like, he's getting a ton of attention, and he's really not concerned with it. He just wants to win with his team, which I love, which is the same with Russell Wilson, too, but... I think for a young guy, he's only 22 to be getting this kind of crazy attention. I think it says a lot that it's not getting to his head. Yeah,
1: no, I, he's a franchise player. Yeah, but I also wanted to say, if Russell Wilson wins MVP, I hope that Lamar wins the Super Bowl.
0: Okay, that's a, I feel like he would like that trade. because
1: that's what he wants. Yeah. He wants a Super Bowl. That's what he oh, he, he wants, wants a legacy. He doesn't yeah. care about an MVP. Yeah, he doesn't care about getting Offensive Player of the Year or breaking Michael Vick's single season rushing, you know, yards. He right. wants that Super Bowl trophy. So, I mean...
0: That would be a super fair trade. I yeah. would like that if Russell Wilson <laughs> won MVP and then the Ravens won the Super Bowl. I'd be totally down But
1: I need Jimmy G to win one because my prediction needs to come true.
0: Okay, so this can lead us into predictions, but I want you to cover off on two predictions that you've made because one is kind of like in the process of coming true and one I think was super interesting. You claimed it to me earlier today. And I want it to be on the record because the other one is not on the record. I know. And I wish it were because oh, you said it in a time when I was like, what are you even talking about? All
1: right. So, we'll stay the first one first because this one I just said today. But it's kind of an obvious one now that this whole thing has came out in the open and on social media. But Ron Rivera has been fired from the Carolina Panthers. Breaking news, if you didn't know. But, man, what a – can we just talk about that for a second? Yeah, sure. Do you agree with that decision? Because I – no. I don't disagree with it, but I also don't agree with it. But I don't know. I'm just like so conflicted because I feel him. He said, we've gotten to the point where I feel like we're at a level, at a breaking even point. He doesn't feel like they can get better. He doesn't feel like they can get worse. He said maybe a refresher is what we need as an organization. I kind of feel him. But also, like, is Ron Rivera the wrong – I I just – I like Ron Rivera as a coach. Anyways – What I was saying, whenever he got fired, I think the Cowboys are going to swoop him up. I think that Jerry Jones has made his mind. I mean, Jerry Jones said, I think a few days ago or maybe yesterday, that um, (laughs) it's such a bad quote. I don't know if you've heard it yet.
0: I don't know. We'll find out.
1: He said that Garrett will be coaching in the NFL.
0: Just not at the Cowboys.
1: He said NFL, not not the Cowboys. I mean, my God, if I was the head coach for them, I'd be terrified. And maybe this is why I'm terrified to make this call be, I think Ron Rivera will be at the Cowboys as the head coach with those weapons, with those pieces. I don't think Dak and Cam are the same. I don't even think they're remotely related. No. But I think that he's talented like Cam is, Mm -hmm. was, hopefully is. And I think that, yeah, I think he'll be at the Cowboys. I don't know when, I don't know how, but yeah. (laughs) And then the second one, which I wish I would have called, we didn't have a podcast at the time, but... Steph heard me say it. so maybe This was like
0: two years ago, too, so pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, so two years ago, I think Jimmy G was the backup for the Patriots. Tom Brady got hurt, came in for a few games, did really well, and that's kind of what got him the contract at the 49ers. Before he signed the contract at the 49ers, I told Steph that I'm sure Jimmy G will go get picked up somewhere and win a Super Bowl within the five years. So the first year, he got traded or signed the contract with the 49ers, got injured, and then second year's... Happening now, so kind of crazy. Hopefully, uh, yeah, don't let me down, Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah,
0: so come on, Jimmy G. We got to follow through on this intuition. Yeah, you got
1: three more years. I, was, I didn't think it'd be this quick. but
0: I know, but they're actually doing really well, obviously. So I mean, that
1: defense. Oof. Yeah,
0: I don't know if it's all because of Jimmy G, but we're going with it. Okay, so <laughs> those are some big picture predictions, but we will lead into our predictions for the week because we have some big ones coming again. I think we're going to start with, We're just going to pick both of our college basketball teams play, so we'll briefly pick that, which is going to be no shocker on who we both pick, because we're both going to pick our teams, but we'll just shout it out really quick. Number two, KU, plays number 20, Colorado. Uh, I pick KU.
1: Yeah, Rock Chalk.
0: Okay. And then Syracuse plays Georgia Tech. Go Orange.
1: Yeah, I got Syracuse. (laughs) I, I I gotta have faith.
0: Okay, shocking. That was breaking news. We both support our own teams and refuse to pick against them. Okay. Then the next one we're gonna pick is the Thursday night football game, which is the Cowboys versus the Bears. Speaking of the Cowboys, how do we feel?
1: I mean, even the Bears are just in a complete spiral, so I'm yeah. definitely going with the Cowboys. I think Jerry Jones could be their head coach for the game, and they would still win this one. I think yeah. uh, I think the players kind of take this thing into their own hands and say, "All right, guys, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, let's uh, let's kind of finish this season off right and go to the playoffs."
0: Yeah, I agree. So I picked the Cowboys as well. I think. Dak has just had a few off moments, but I think he'll get his crap together in this game, and they'll win. Agreed. Okay, then we're going to pick some of the big, big games this weekend, which are the college football games, because it is championship week, everybody. Well, like conference championship week, but there are some really massive matchups in these conference championships, so I think we're going to cover all of them and then call less NFL games, because I think the college football games are more important this week. I like so that. we're going to run through them. We won't give out too much info on our why, but I want to make sure we get a pick for all of them. All right. Okay. So the first one is number six, Utah versus number 14, Oregon, which is kind of a hard one to pick. because It's going to be a shootout. It's going to be offensive, heavy, and I pick Utah.
1: But also don't sleep on Utah's defense because that's kind of what's been winning them games lately. Sure. I got Utah as well. I think it's going to be a little closer than normal, but I uh, I have Utah by maybe like a touchdown or two at the end of it all.
0: All right, so we're going with Utah, and we have put it in the mix of the conversation that they might make it to the playoffs. That's one of the ones that we have as a potential fourth spotter.
1: It's either this game or the next game that we're predicting.
0: Yes, so speaking of the next game, that is number nine, Baylor versus number seven, Oklahoma. You got to pick <sighs> on this one.
1: I'm a big, big Jalen Hurts fan.
0: He's big, Jalen. Big Jalen Hurts fan,
1: even s- ever since Alabama. Um, so yeah, I'm going OU. I'm actually going to go in a statement victory. I think they they feel like they got a lucky victory at Baylor the first game. I think this is going to be a statement yeah. win. Try and get them to the you know playoffs.
0: I'm going to go with Baylor on this one. Oh, wow. I'm
1: shocked. <laughs>
0: because I do like OU. And I love I do it. really like Jalen Hurts. But I think for the exact same reason you picked Oklahoma is why I'm picking Baylor. Because I think they'll be extremely upset that they ever lost that first matchup. And I don't think they'll let it happen again. So. I can
1: see it. All right. So then I think this needs to be discussed. Okay. With that being said, so you have Baylor and you have Utah. Yeah. Yeah. So, that being said, you have Baylor, and you have Utah. Utah will be a one-loss team, mm-hmm. and Baylor will also be a one-loss team to a team that they just beat. Who gets in?
0: Uh, I... Because
1: I already know, my bad, because I already know LSU, Georgia, who do you have? LSU. There we go. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> yeah. Georgia's out. So, Georgia would be out, and I would pick Utah to fill that spot. Okay. All
1: right. I like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just think that both Baylor and Oklahoma have had some moments of inconsistency.
1: Yeah, I could agree with that. Okay. And I've only seen Utah fluctuate one game. Yeah. And they still won by two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, So we will pick the next game, which we already kind of just discussed, but number four Georgia versus number two LSU. I obviously pick LSU. I think they're going to win the entire thing. So, I mean, it'll be tough, them or Ohio State. But I think it's going to be LSU. They just have such offensive prowess. Joe Burrow's <laughs> going yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. to win the Heisman.
0: Yeah, I just think they're crazy on offense, and their defense holds up too. So I think that it'll be very hard for somebody to be able to shut them down.
1: No offense to Georgia. They're also beaten up, receivers out. Their offense
0: struggled every game.
1: Yeah, Jake Fromm's been – I mean, they put up like 50 points last game so they've struggled in terms of injuries but uh i mean jake Fromm still produced but yeah i just don't see him beating lsu especially no. just the way lsu's played the way that lsu's handle themselves game in game out they're they're good
0: yeah i agree so we're both going to lsu on that one the next one is number one ohio state versus number 12 wisconsin i think
1: this is going to be a close game
0: i do too i think wisconsin's better than a number 12 ranking
1: i agree i don't think they win No. I think Ohio State's the real deal. I think Ohio State's, I mean, I think Ohio State wins it all. I know you said LSU would. I think Ohio State potentially has the chance. Mm -hmm. If OU wins and gets into the playoffs, I might have to hop on the Hurts bandwagon. But but no, I think Ohio State wins. I think Wisconsin's rushing game is something that's going to be slept on and kind of, I mean, they're not slept on. They're a rushing offense. But I just think that they're going to be a little more powerful than Ohio State thinks. Um, But I think that Ohio State wins by a touchdown.
0: Just one touchdown. okay. a
1: touchdown and a field goal. We'll go 10 points.
0: (laughs) I think Ohio State wins, and I think they win by at least two touchdowns, maybe more.
1: I mean, they smacked them the first game they played. Wisconsin scored seven points. Yeah,
0: Wisconsin has gotten better since then, but I still think Ohio State wins big time. Okay, and then the final one is number 19, Cincinnati, and number 18, Memphis. And I... We live in Nashville, for those of you who don't know, because probably nobody knows because we have never said that out loud, but we live in Nashville, so I'm going to pick the Tennessee team and go with Memphis. Awesome, yeah. I think they're better.
1: I'm a big Norvell fan, who is the head coach for the Memphis uh, Tigers. I'm a big, big fan of his. I think what he's done with <laughs> Memphis's program is incredible. <laughs> I like the way they run their offense. I like the way they just play their football. So, yeah, I think that they win. Um I also yeah. just think Cincinnati might be a little higher ranked than deserved just because they've had a couple close wins.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: but yeah, I think Memphis wins, yeah.
0: Okay, so those are our picks for the conference championships for college football this weekend. I think they're all going to be really good games. I'm totally excited to post them on the couch and watch them.
1: So let us know on Facebook what your predictions are. We'll post them all there, and uh, yeah, we're excited to hear what you guys think. If you think any yes. games are going to be closer than they are, or... Uh, Actually, just let us know what your four picks are for the college football playoffs.
0: There's five games. Let us know all five.
1: (laughs) Well, I meant for the the four spots. My bad. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) Yes,
0: definitely let us know who you think is going to be in the playoffs. Definitely. I think there's some givens, and then I think there's a lot that's up in the air, too.
1: Yeah, but all right. Let's knock out a couple NFL picks.
0: Okay, so I'm just going to pick two of the NFL games. We'll quickly pick them. I think the first one is the Chiefs versus the Patriots.
1: Ooh, it's going to be a fantastic game. Is Tom Brady going to lose back-to-back games?
0: I think yes.
1: I want to pick against you. I just can't. I think that Mahomes has something to prove. I think that the Chiefs have something to prove. I think yeah. the Patriots, I've said it every single year, and somehow they prove me wrong. So who knows? They probably will. But I think that somehow or another they're going to just kind of show their age a little bit.
0: Yeah. I definitely think that the Chiefs are going to come into the game. They're all very healthy yep. now. I think they have all their weapons, and I think they're going to win. And I think the Pats are actually on the downward spiral that everybody has, like, assumed they would be on for the last five years I think they're actually finally on that track so I think the Chiefs are definitely going to win that game but we'll find out if Tom Brady is going to lose back-to-back games for probably the first time in a while I'm sure that's a stat they'll come up with
1: oh yeah 100% I've also just never seen Tom Brady kind of handle a game that poorly the way he like got really upset at his receivers was something I haven't seen him do in a long time and I think that frustration's really built up he said it himself Um, and I think it's just built up to the playing field yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, though. I agree. He's not the GOAT for no reason. I mean...
0: Yeah, he'll do something, but we'll see. Okay, the final game we're going to pick is the 49ers versus the Saints, which I think will be another really good game. There's actually some really good NFL games this weekend, too, so it'll be a good weekend for football. Um, I actually think that the Saints are going to win this game. I know they've been struggling a little bit offensively, but I think that they're going to have a big game. I think the 49ers are kind of also in a lull a little bit just because I think they were on fire at the beginning.
1: Oh, on fire. They
0: played some easier teams. They have won big games against better teams, but I definitely think matching up against big offenses and big defenses, I think they're struggling a little bit, so I definitely think the Saints will win this one.
1: I like that call, but I'm going to actually switch it up on you. I'm going to go 49ers strictly because I think they played the Ravens really close. I think they played the Ravens really well. It was just terrible conditions. Yeah. Um I think I think the offense has a bounce back game. Emmanuel Sanders and Jimmy G have a good one. I think having Kittle back is just going to be huge and I think the 49ers defense isn't going to isn't yep. going to allow two losses in a row. So, yeah, I think the 49ers win, um, but that'll be an inch, I think it'll be a good game.
0: I think so, too. And so now this week we have more different picks than last week. Last week we were 4-3, and three, which is not impressive. Not I'm at all. I'm just going to say that now. Not <laughs> impressive at all. I mean, North Carolina losing in basketball, what is that about? That is not predictable at all. But that's why it's fun to pick these games. So make sure you hop on over, join the conversation with us, make some picks. See what your record is. It will probably be better than ours at this rate. <laughs> Hopefully we do better this week.
1: Yeah. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening to episode two. We're really excited to start sharing more of these topics with you guys. So if you have any you know, hot topics that you want to hear discussed, let us know on Facebook or Instagram or uh, anywhere that you can reach out to us.
0: Yeah. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or wherever you're listening, please rate us if that's available for you. Because we would love to start getting some reviews and just getting your feedback as we continue to create these episodes and have a really awesome conversation around sports.
1: Yeah, so thank you guys for listening, and have a fantastic morning.
0: And have a great weekend. See you Monday.